Hello, mummers, and welcome back to episode four in our Pregnancy Loss podcast series. Today, we're talking all about relationships and support networks after loss. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physio. Hello, mummers, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. We are hitting up episode four in our Pregnancy Loss podcast series today. So this episode is discussing everything to do with your relationships, with your significant other, but also with your family and your friends after loss. We're also talking about support networks and how to best get your friends and your family on board to support you in the best way they know how. We also talk about the things not to say to a woman experiencing loss, which there's quite a few things, but they they I you know, I feel like they're pretty obvious. We all know we all know these things, but they might be helpful reminders for some people. But this is a really, really powerful episode. So we hear from Shana Southern, who is our trauma-informed coach and pregnancy loss practitioner. You would have heard from her in our first three episodes. If you haven't listened to those, please go back and listen because they are amazing. We talk about navigating grief, validating your emotions acknowledging that loss is trauma. And we also talk about conceiving and navigating pregnancy after loss. So please go back and listen to episode one, two, and three in this series when you get a chance. But today we're also going to hear from my wonderful audience of women who shared their own stories and their own wisdom after navigating their own personal journey of loss. And they share about how their loss impacted their relationship with their partner. And if it did impact it, how they worked through that. And I think that's really powerful to hear. It's not all rainbows and butterflies for some women. For some women, they had, you know, their relationship was put under a lot of strain. And for others, it strengthened their relationship. But I think it's just really powerful to hear a whole range of different stories about how women and their partners navigated this time. And I also get these beautiful women to share what the best way for family and friends to support you is. So they share about all the different things that they found really helpful after their loss. And I think that's really powerful for people listening who have friends or family going through loss right now to have a little bit more insight into how to help them. I think that's really, really powerful. So I really hope you love today's episode. Without further ado, let's just jump straight into it. And as always, please come over to at Physiolaura and connect with me if you love this episode and want to chat further. So enjoy. I want to talk a little bit about family members and friends and support networks because I think after having experienced loss yourself and after speaking to many women who have experienced loss, I'm sure they give feedback as to what they wish they'd had or how they wish people had been with them. And I feel like this can be a really powerful bit to share so that people can share this to their support crew as a done for you. Here's great ways to support me right now that I don't have to necessarily sit down and talk you through. Could you talk about what you've found to be the most helpful and the best and most supportive and loving ways for family and friends to help people navigating loss, especially when they feel awkward and unsure and not sure how to navigate that themselves. Yeah, obviously, if it's the first time that it's happening, like it was for me, it was the first time I'd experienced loss. My mom hadn't experienced pregnancy loss. She didn't know how to navigate it either. But I think for a lot of, for myself and for also a lot of women that I've spoken to, I think for family members to, they can offer to be there to do things for the people, like for the couple, acknowledging both of them, if it's 
obviously a same sex couple that are acknowledging both of the like the women or the men if it because essentially still I've had same sex men couples who have experienced loss and they still grieve because mm. it's essentially still their their journey their future that they're grieving yeah it's not necessarily and then if it's obviously a husband and wife like them they everyone's going to grieve differently but acknowledge both of them include both of them in conversation in asking how they're going you can offer your support in terms of cooking or cleaning or just coming and sitting with them my mom multiple times just came and sat with me like on the couch and I just I was numb I wasn't crying I just I couldn't feel anything Mm. and she just sat with me not wanting to fill in the space not wanting to fill in that silence with words or opinions or how they think that it should they should be feeling or what they should be doing to make themselves feel better. Also acknowledging, I think a lot of women, I've had a lot of women say that they don't want family members to come over. And it's not like they don't want them ever to come over. It's just that they don't want them in that moment. If you are reaching out to the couple that have lost the baby or whatever, if they say, no, I don't want you to come over today, don't stop checking in. Don't stop asking can you come over? Because just because they say no, it's just that they're respecting their boundary and they're respecting the way that they're feeling that day. And if they can't have people over in their space and someone just shows up and rocks up, then it's going to be very hard for them to really honor what's happening for them. Just respecting, obviously, if they do say no, that it's not a no forever. It's just a no for that moment. Yeah. Continue checking in on them. Yeah. Even after, and I had this conversation with a grief expert not that long ago, and she said, the like grief and mourning is different because grief lasts forever. The mm-hmm. mourning looks different. And mm-hmm. she said, when you're mourning, your mourning changes because then you can, you start to go out. Like you, at, the, at the very initial stages, you're crying and you're really upset physically and people can see that. But when you start going back to work or you go to the supermarket or you go clothes shopping, people are like, oh, she's fine. She's okay. She's not grieving anymore. Like, but that grief is still very much alive. Always acknowledging that just because they look okay doesn't necessarily mean that they're not grieving anymore. Mourning is different, but their grief is always there. And to also, I didn't ever, I didn't know the sex of my baby. I didn't know, I didn't name it. But I always remember the day that we found out that it had passed away for family members to be able to acknowledge either birthday milestone moment the name of the baby you're not ever reminding them the parent that they had a child they always remember they always know that they had a child and they that child is no longer with them so you're not never reminding them but for you to be able to talk about it and acknowledge that it's still part of their life like Mm -hmm. that's gonna to mean a hell of a lot. I think that's such a good point you make because I do think people hesitate to bring up anniversaries and things like that because they don't want to inflict more pain. But it's such a great reminder in that these parents, they know that you're not bringing that up as a fresh, oh yeah, I forgot it was my child's birthday or they know. So they actually probably more appreciate that if you say, hey, I'm thinking of you as opposed to you being hesitant to ever bring it up because you don't want to inflict that pain. I think that really landed with me just then in that, 
Yeah, you're not reminding them. They will always know that. Mm. Yeah, and even if they do, you do bring it up and they do cry, like it's not necessarily a bad thing. Just allow them to feel that emotion, allow mm-hmm. them to cry and just give them a hug or just sit with them. Yeah. My mom is very, oh, no, you can't cry. If she makes you cry, she's like, stop crying. Sorry. I was like, no, it's fine. Just this, allow it to come out. It might feel awkward if you're the one that's bringing it up and you've made, you feel like you've made them cry, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, You're not reminding them, and but you might have just stirred an emotion, but that's fine. Just allow them to move through that and then they'll be okay. Yeah. And have you got... Just like a quick list, and I know this is not going to be global to every single person who's experienced loss, but generally from your experience, what should you not do when you're trying to support someone? What should you not say? Or what should you maybe be careful about saying, which can maybe be offensive or insensitive, even if it's well-intentioned? What sort of things? Yeah, I'll share just some things that I have where people have what people have said to me essentially over the time and it was at least it happened early so like at least you didn't get to the end it happened for a reason at least your body knows now what to do and there's been some others obviously where I didn't have a living child at the time but I've heard at least you have other children like focus your time and energy on them at least your body can fall pregnant thanks it didn't work yeah but thank you yeah. I think any statement that starts with at least, yeah. I think you can stop yourself in that moment and really go, is this going to help the situation? Oh, God, there's so many more. <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine. There is so many They'll more. They'll come to you when we finish chatting and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a really dumb thing to say. <laughs> I know. Yeah, literally, they'll come to me. I can sit and picture it in my head. I created a list. Yeah. And I can picture it in my head and there's definitely a lot more on there. But I feel like if you're going to say something and it starts with at least. Yeah. That's a good general rule. Don't say it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because you're not going to be helping them or at least they're in a better place. It's just, no, that's helping me right now. That helps you. Yeah. Because you're awkward. Mm. You're feeling awkward and you're trying to fill in that, that awkward gap, but you're not helping you're actually not helping the person that's experiencing the loss. Again, on the flip side, don't ignore it. Don't not mention anything about the baby. Sometimes saying the wrong things and ignoring it can be just as painful. Yeah. You don't know what to say. Just say, I'm sorry, I don't know what to say, but I'm here for you. I think that's beautiful. Or even just how I, I think it can be so simple, but it's just letting them know that you're there. It's so important. Thank you for sharing that. I think they're really helpful things because I know many people are like, I want to help. I just don't know how. Please give me advice. Tell me how to help you. Hey, ladies, I'm now going to cut to some beautiful messages from my community. I did a call out and asked women to send in any stories that they had about how their relationships with their significant other changed after loss and how they navigated this journey. And I think this is, again, a really silent topic and not a lot of people are talking about how grief and pregnancy loss can affect your relationships because you're both going through a grieving process. They may look very different to each other. They may look very similar, but regardless, you both really need that extra love and support and having relationship friction or 
strain can just be an extra added layer on top of something that you don't need to be dealing with. So it was really interesting to hear all these beautiful responses from my community. And the general theme is that everybody had a very different response. Some relationships moved further apart for a while. Some relationships strengthened over that time. But it was really interesting for me to listen to, regardless of which way your relationship headed, all the different ways that women navigated bringing back more love and support and understanding and language and communication back into their relationships. So thank you so much to these women for sharing these stories. It's so helpful. I really appreciate these women were vulnerable enough to share with the purpose of educating and for the greater good of helping other women through this situation. So enjoy listening to these women's stories. Thankfully, my loss didn't really impact my relationship with my partner. I don't think our loss impacted our relationship per se, more just I found it hard because it seemed like he was able to move forward a lot faster than I have been and I would still be getting quite upset and crying and he would be, and it just felt like, it just felt like he was okay. I did talk to him about it and he said, no, he was still grieving. He was still upset, but it's just. He kind of has a different way of dealing with hard situations than I do. Miscarriage is such a crazy journey as a couple, considering as a female, you're going through it all physically. That doesn't underestimate the impact that your partner's going through emotionally as well with you, seeing you go through all those physical things and, yeah, the emotional journey together. So we've been really lucky that, if anything, it's made our relationship stronger in the way we support each other and can get through hard things together. But it is like you see firsthand how hard it is for the other partners in the relationship to try and be there for you and comfort you while they're also processing their grief. So I think it's just we've given each other space. We've talked about it at times that are appropriate and then also lent on each other for strength as we continue to try and plan our family and move forward but also not I suppose not having huge expectations of each other and just seeing how it processes and how it happens and I've been so thankful for my partner and that he's always allowed me to say when I'm ready again to try again or what the next step is and to not put pressure and it make me feel like I'm forced into anything or that I'm alone in any way but that we're going through this. I think the loss actually strengthened my relationship with my partner as opposed to negatively impacted it. I think we both were grieving together. We both turned to each other in that grief yeah. for understanding and comfort and I think if we can do that in our relationships with any pain that we face. Yeah, it strengthens our relationship. Not always easy. Obviously, physically or in terms of like intimacy, that was hard initially after the loss just because from on a physical level, I wasn't feeling like being intimate and there was still obviously the physical aftermath of the miscarriage. So that, I guess, we there was a bit of a delay in terms of our physical intimacy, yet emotionally we tried to stay very connected to each other. And just have understanding of each other in that. And yet, ultimately, you get back to that kind of normal equilibrium in your relationship on all areas. Yet, I guess if I was going to say if it did impact 
one area it would have been maybe the physical because emotionally yeah we really tried to stay quite connected understanding that if we didn't yeah it could have been something that really pulled us apart from each other with our first three losses they were very early and my husband didn't really understand and I felt that was quite hard we were I felt like I was a bit more alone in the whole situation and then with our fourth loss we lost William at 16 weeks and then my husband that really hit him and I said to him like this is how I felt for all of them so then we're a bit more on the same page and I've just been really open with him about everything and how I've been feeling and like I'll say to him, I'm having a bad day, so if, if I'm short or whatever, but that's what's going on. And he does the same back. And I feel that just being completely open and honest and being in touch with how I'm feeling and how he's feeling and that it's not just it's both of us and it, it affects both of us. It's brought us a lot closer together and that we're in this together. I definitely believe it's impacted our relationship as we grieve differently and we both had to understand how the other person was dealing. I definitely feel like I had to be strong for my partner and had to support him a lot, which might not have given me all the time I need. But I also feel like I, my beliefs of everything happening for a reason really helped me. I found that we had to work through some stuff as he was angry at the loss and he couldn't make sense of it. whereas. I believed everything happened for a reason and was looking for signs that they were going to contact me or as to why this happened to us. So with this question, it definitely has had an impact on our relationship because we've both experienced the loss in different ways. I had to really sit down with hubby and explain to him exactly the way that I was feeling and how I understood how he felt and understood and there was no judgment on wherever he was at with his journey. His mum suffered a lot of losses when he was a child as well. So now that he's a father and he's also now lost a child, it's a different dynamic. So we've just had to understand with each other that he's at one part of the journey. And for me, I'm at a separate part of the journey because I carried the baby. I went through the physical surgery to remove the pregnancy and also saw the heartbeat whilst it was still beating and then went after when it had stopped and did it all on my own. So it definitely had an impact. However, it's actually in a positive way as long as we keep our communication open and we have been, that is the key, explaining exactly what I need, him explaining exactly what he needs, and then we can process it together and be on the same page. My partner was really amazing throughout the miscarriage experience. He was incredibly supportive and open and um, really so there for me. So it didn't really affect our relationship in a negative way, but it, the way that the miscarriage made me feel was definitely, and I think that this sometimes happens after giving birth maybe or just having a pre or during pregnancy. It's happened to me during pregnancy as well, just reflecting on what women go through and what we experience in the journey to have a family and just the absolute weight of experiencing pregnancy, 
and then loss and everything that falls on women is monumental. And so it didn't really affect our relationship in that way. It just more, I just reflected a lot on what women experience and I guess kind of how unfair it is, how completely unfair it felt at the time that I was going through this experience and my body was going through this experience and that my partner would never understand what that was like as much as he would try and he was so supportive and so wonderful and loving but they can never really know and I remember feeling so I guess there was a little bit of anger in that but not not extreme and not directed towards him specifically just I guess directed towards the world and how and how it is but that didn't last long it was a short feeling no, I don't think that us it didn't seem to impact our relationship. He's always kind of been like, if you're okay, I'm okay. So he he's kind of fed off how I feel. Like, yeah, our relationship was actually okay after it. And yeah, we survived that part. <laughs> if anything, the loss actually brought us closer. We talked a lot through the loss and about my physical recovery and how I was doing. He, my husband was checking in on me a lot and he also had some friends he was talking to. So we were checking in on each other and just holding space and just, yeah, he, we were a great support to each other and I think it definitely brought us closer. I think it probably only strengthened our relationship, thankfully, and our resolve to have children and our desire to knowing that we were then ready I think it really made us learn how to talk through things in depth especially with grief that wasn't something either of us had to deal with much thankfully yeah it certainly strengthened the way that we talked to each other and opened up to each other hey ladies I'm now going to cut to some beautiful messages from my community when I put a call out for the best ways for family and friends to support someone through loss. So I thought this would be such a helpful thing for women to share what they enjoyed having in terms of support after their loss, what they didn't enjoy from family and friends or how they wish they could have changed it moving forward because this is going to be so helpful for anyone who's had anyone in their community have a pregnancy loss and how to help them navigate that. So enjoy these messages from my community. I'm so grateful that these women were open to sharing to help educate on a wider platform and really help change people's experience of loss and their support network afterwards. And not only did these women share the best things to do, like the importance of validation and holding space and showing these women that you're thinking about them, all the practical things like nourishing and feeding them and looking after their children and whatnot, but they also mentioned some of the things they didn't appreciate, like you know, the, the comments of at least you X, Y, and Z, yeah, at least you had another child, at least you know you can fall pregnant, whatever it is. But I think that's really helpful as well to know what language doesn't sit well with women who have just lost a pregnancy or baby. So enjoy these conversations. Thank you so much to these women for sharing. Not 100% sure of the best way for family or friends to support someone experiencing a loss just on the basis that everyone is so different and processes things so differently. So some people might want to suffer in silence and some people might want to talk to people about it and that's 
all fine, whatever works. What worked for me was talking to people about it and definitely hearing about other people who had losses and gone on to have successful pregnancies. That definitely gave me a lot of hope. I really enjoyed hearing that as well as some people sort of shared with me information or links to like online seminars about grieving the loss of children and also learning about miscarriages and why they happen just kind of understanding it a bit better gave a bit more information and hope and also like people sharing like options for if we were to like go down fertility help and stuff I didn't really look too much into it but definitely knowing that it was there kind of gave me a bit of bit of hope in that like if we needed to if we kept having more miscarriages then you know there was that avenue so yeah I guess it just gave me a little bit of hope the best way to help someone going through a loss I reckon just be there with a hug and say I'm really sorry for your loss and I'm here if you want to talk about it and just really listen when they want to talk and support them and don't don't say things like oh you're still young you've got plenty of time it will happen or if you know you've already got a child oh but at least you've got this child because actually those kind of comments don't help and don't take away from the fact that you know what you're going through is this very real thing I think the best ways you can support someone is just acknowledge that it's happening and that it sucks and that it's not fair you don't even have to say sorry because you get a lot of that but just I think the best things that I've had said to me is just that really sucks and just being able to sit with me and like it's just not fair why would this happen space which is an uncomfortable space to sit in with someone send a text message and just to ask how they're doing after it's happened and that you're thinking of them because that means a lot when people yeah, consider that it's a long process, the grief. And I suppose just be sensitive to people. Don't go and asking when you're going to have a baby, when are you going to try again, or when these other birth announcements of friends and family. Just be sensitive that that can be a triggering space and check in. Just say, hey, that is this, are you okay with this? And yeah, just people having sensitivity and awareness but and sharing your experiences if you've been through it, not being afraid to share your stories to help the like, women that are experiencing it know that they're not alone. I think for me, the thing that I found really helpful for family and friends was acknowledging my loss and acknowledging that yeah there was the sadness and grief that came from that loss I really appreciated how people did small acts of kindness in that time period sent cards and flowers and just recognized that it was a significant thing in our lives and it was really sad that it had happened when you get pregnant there's that massive high that wow I'm gonna have this baby and when you lose the baby there's this massive come down from that and so having your family and friends around you that just acknowledge that and acknowledge the impact I found really helpful and people that just went out of their way to check in and say how are you and genuinely listen when you did tell them how you were without kind of saying comments like it's okay you'll have another baby or sometimes people like to kind of yeah say things in that time period that 
make them feel okay about sadness yet I think it's more helpful just to yeah acknowledge the sadness and normalize that it's okay to feel that and I certainly found family and friends that did that were the ones that I found most comforted and supported by and yeah not saying those tokenistic things that you know yeah the best way I think is to actually acknowledge the loss as if you had lost a living child and then to acknowledge on anniversaries and things like that doesn't have to make a big deal just uh, thinking of you today or because it is it's a very it's very private grief but at the same time when people know about it to actually acknowledge it and not to make at least comments at least you can get pregnant or at least you've you've got one child or anything like that like those comments really hurt and they can be quite upsetting so not to make silly questions and annoying questions like oh are you going to try again and uh, i think just to acknowledge the loss and then just be respectful for me it was just being there calling to my house for a cup of tea and letting me talk about what happened not avoiding what happened there was some situations where there were some things that i was proud of that i carried these two beautiful babies and that we got to see them we got to see their little features and i wanted to speak proudly of that i also praised the company that helped us and I wanted to speak about them just being around people talking letting someone talk and listening so for us we didn't actually tell anybody about the pregnancy it was only very early our plan was to actually tell some of my children and unfortunately the loss had already happened before I was able to tell them so nobody actually knows the best piece of advice I can say is, first of all, please don't ever tell them, by them I mean the couple with that's had the loss, don't ever tell them that they can just try again later or don't worry, you can just do it again later. There's always time. Don't ever say that to someone. Second of all, be open, open to listening to them without judgment and allow the person to cry if they need to, allow them to repeat the same story three, ten different times if they need to. Tell them that you love them and you support them and acknowledge and validate their feelings that they have lost a child, no matter how many weeks it was, and give them lots of love, lots of cuddles. If they need space, let them have that space. And if they want to talk about it, let them. One special thing might be is to perhaps give them a candle or a blanket or something that they can cuddle and hold dear to them that can remind them that they have suffered a loss but yet are supported by friends and family, whoever that may be, and tell them that you just love them and you respect them and that no matter what happens, they are still fantastic people and will be beautiful parents one day. I think it's helpful if friends consider a miscarriage experience as sort of like the postpartum experience in that you need rest you need nourishment and you need support so in the same way that women are supported after they have a baby and they give birth it's sort of the same sort of level of care needs to be taken for women after they miscarriage as well I mean my friends were really supportive and they offered to look after my son for me. They dropped meals off, things like that. It was really like a postpartum experience. And then also just listening to me. So not really offering any advice or 
offering solutions, I guess, just listening and hearing me and where I was at. And also, because I shifted so much in where I was at, I was really up and down. And so just sort of being for me, being there for me through those shifts as well. I guess there is no best way to support somebody because that's going to look different for each person. Um, For me, people will always say in any kind of situation, I'm here if you need anything, but be there. So, you know, instead of putting on the person to reach out to you, you know, the person who's suffering, who's going through something, they're not going to be the one that's going to reach out and be like, oh, hey, can we chat? But if you message them and you're like, hey, how are you going today? Can I bring around a hot chocolate and we have a chat? Or contact them first, actually show them that you're there for them. Don't yes. wait for them to contact you or have to be the one that, oh, hey, I'm having a bad day. Because they're not going to do that. When you down your lowest low, you don't think, oh, I should take this person and ask them for some help. Drop off their favorite chocolates and do anything they ask. Can I actually help with anything? Is there anything that you need today? Do you want me to listen today? Or just ask the person, hey, you're going through a really rough time. How can I support you? What can I do? So yeah, just actually ask them and actually show them that you really are there. Don't just say, yeah, we need anything. Because it doesn't really feel like you actually are. The best thing that my family and friends did to support me was in practical ways. They brought food and looked after the kids while I had to go to hospital and things like that. There was, yeah, they did a lot of practical help. Did some cleaning of the house and they just listened. They didn't try to fix anything because no words can fix. But they were there to listen, to support, to do anything practical that they could do for me while I just couldn't. And... Yeah, that was probably the best. And one of my friends, as I mentioned in a previous audio, gave me an orchid and a little plaque with a footprints message on it as a gift with some cards. And to this day, my friends, they mentioned Blueberry. Blueberry would have been born this week, so well, due this week. So that's brought up a lot. But they're there to support still. Same with my husband. Like, it's... The practical side of things, just being there to listen and not, and offer lots of hugs. Hugs are great. Providing food, come to the house, clean it if they can. Possibly don't ask about it too much. Certainly don't give cups with mama bear on them or papa bear on them because they thought the baby was coming. That's not a good time. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily ask them person about it let them open up to you if they want to I'm not sure if it helped at the time but everyone kept telling me that they'd had a loss or those that had would tell me that they'd had a loss and maybe that helped maybe knowing that I wasn't alone and it is so common but I'm not sure I think you have to be there in the physical capacity and then let them up to you emotionally should they need it Hey, mothers, I really hope that you got a lot out of that episode. I really hope that if you are struggling with your relationships with your significant other or with your family and friends, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling unsupported, that this episode has given you some hope and some strength and some understanding of how you know different relationships look after loss and different ways that you can improve and reconnect and not feel so alone. So I really hope that you love this episode. 
please go and connect with Shana, our guest expert over at Institute of Healing underscore PL if you loved what she was sharing about. And thank you again to all the wonderful women who shared their stories. I think it is so powerful to hear from real life women navigating real life experiences that might be similar to what you're going through right now. I think there's some real camaraderie in knowing you're not alone and knowing that there's other women out there that you can connect with. So I really hope that you love this. And please remember there's a whole heap of resources in the show notes if you want to go and be supported and find other ways and other people talking about this topic. So please go and check them out. Now, remember, do subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast because we do have two more episodes still to be released. We've already released four in this pregnancy loss series, but we have two more coming up where we will talk about the physicality of loss, so how it feels, how your body reacts, how you know your body changes, and we'll also be sharing my story of two miscarriages as well. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss those episodes. And wherever you are today, Mama, I really hope that you are practicing self-compassion and kindness, and I'm sending you so much love.